Jargoneers, you've made it all the way back to the Just Arrived podcast. Mm-hmm. This Again? is episode, I don't know, what episode are we on 78. now? 78. Creeping up on the old 8-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be octogenarian mm-hmm. soon. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that word. I do too. Any I try and use any it. Any excuse to say it. I try and use it often. Octogenarian. Octogenarian. That's I hope to live to be an octogenarian. How do you slip that into a sentence? I've used it in Scatcast a few times. I don't. I don't know the the method that I use. I mean that's a that's a that's a heavy word. I think cramming it is the method I use. Just shove <laughs> that a, in there. Heavy word, just a lot of syllables. I know. It Octogenarian. Feels, it feels blocky, geriatric, but, but in a in a in a refined sort of way, like like just very fancy snazzy blocks that you stack. They're high quality, high value blocks, <laughs> but still blocky yeah, nonetheless. Six syllables. It just reminds me <laughs> in one word. It just reminds me that obviously oct mm-hmm. is eight. Right. Octagon, mm-hmm. octogenarian. Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus has <laughs> eight <laughs> fuck, octopus. But then October is not the eighth month, is it? Mm-mm. We're missing a month. There's a conspiracy out there that's very interesting where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, Sept is nine. Mm-hmm. Deck, December is ten. Mm-hmm. Those are not the correct numbers at all. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Where did October and November come from? Right. I thought it was just because of uh, Pope Gregory. When we switched over to the Gregorian calendar, I thought mm-hmm. they changed it and deleted some, like a month or two. That's not what TikTok thinks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, TikTok thinks, thinks some crazy Illuminati shit, man. scum have erased your fucking memory and or you live in a simulation. I want all that to be true. I, I, I kind of just want to <laughs> lean into every, every conspiracy theory that exists. I just sort of want to choose to believe it, even if it's outlandish and foolish, because it just seems more fun. It I was going to say, fun. it makes life more interesting. Yeah, I'm already sure. paranoid. I might as well be paranoid and having fun. <laughs> With a right? meaning, yeah. have a purpose. Might as well be paranoid and believe that there are six extra continents beyond the ring of ice wall oh, that, God, that's that are just hidden from us and that Tartaria was once here and got taken out by mud floods and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are giant Anunnaki roaming around in caves with big doors that they're opening in Oregon and... <laughs> Uh, all that just seems like a lot of fun to me. I want. I just sort of want to be in on the party. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty. I'm, I'm having fun from the outside looking in. So. <laughs> it's relatively seductive. And then, what was it? Uh, the ancient tribe of Israel in Tennessee. Oh yeah, and all yeah, that shit. yeah, yeah. They found they found petroglyphs on a wall that was like uh, reminiscent of. Well, not reminiscent. It was like literally Egyptian construction and mm-hmm. like an old Egyptian ruin that they covered with a lake also in we Tennessee. We don't know what to believe anymore about <laughs> shit, right? do we? Mm-hmm. We are bombarded with information and we have no wisdom. And think, we are I fucked. I think the simulation is just breaking Rich down. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk about it's that. It's either breaking <laughs> down or it's like, it's like, holy shit, we need to pump out a bunch of random DLC. It doesn't have to be good. Just put it out now. We need more. We need more. We need more. They're catching on. We need more. Totally. Right. Make them look at reptile people. You know what? Send a mud flood. That'll really fuck, that'll fuck with Dude, them. Dude, I never heard that in all my time in, in looking into conspiracy stuff. That shit's new to me. Yeah. So it's been... It's probably because it's probably because it is new. And, and, and it's pr- yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like flat earth. It's like, well, let's make some new conspiracies. Birds ain't real. I'm for it. I want to. I want to get into these groups that are making them. I want to make one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. We, we as jargoneers one. should come we together. Come up yeah. with our own. Let's have a just to ride conspiracy theory. Let's try that. not to let's make it so one. it gets anyone in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally not. 
But you know, if 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 we got to stand somebody up, you know, if we need a patsy, somebody <laughs> take one for the team. Are you, are you doing it? I I'm not doing not it. it. I'm I'm too pretty oh. for jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come here, son. I got the right teeth, but the wrong hair. <laughs> you would want to shave your head immediately. I yes, think. I would. I think they might shave it for you. I don't know. And yeah. Put a wig. I don't know. Okay. Well, today's show. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, we've got. <laughs> This is all simulation, perhaps. No, we're going to talk about it. If you guys listen to Can You Don't, we did uh, my little lap time thing. Mm-hmm. I slowed the process of that beautiful show down into a dark little weird place. As, you, as, as one you does. Do. As one does. <laughs> <laughs> High five. How, how dare y'all? But I agree. And so, and there was some good pushback from them and from people in the audience. And I want to talk about it here. And I also want your guys' opinions because we've all talked about this. Mm-hmm. And I want to push back on the pushback. And Let's I, go. Fuck yeah. That's actually, that sounds, okay. Let's all just push each other. <laughs> that, that that it's things. like a giant, twister? What's it's going a giant on? social mosh pit at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I thought I would present to both of you guys the same information. I'll do it more tersely mm-hmm. uh, that I presented to them. And so we'll make it quick. So if you've heard this before, you'll, you'll be familiar with it. But lots of pushback, lots of interesting stuff came from it so and i don't it's not like i believe in it what the how the fuck would i know right they can't prove it but it is interesting and i i look into all the things you're not supposed to look at for it but for it also we're gonna do some dumb cunts things i have some quotes for you guys dumb cunt oh sorry and we'll probably talk about the bbc Mm -hmm. not that one and not that one but the one that you're on but what if we did then? And it's debut. <laughs> and today's the first day that we're doing our bonus episode, too. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably continue the simulation talk there. So if you can't get enough of simulation talk, yes. a.k.a. Atele- intelligent design with computers. A.k.a. Etanamuli. Etanamuli. <laughs> that's what there will be for you. Yeah. So let's start it off by uh, doing another thing. Let's do this thing. Hey, Jogganeers, let's talk about the Scatcast Discord for a moment. Bro. Discord, bro. Let's talk Discord. We, we don't shout it out enough. We don't. There's not, there's not a ton to say, but we have one, mm-hmm. and, and yes. you should join me on there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not active on any social media very much at all. But I don't know if, I don't know if Discord counts on, as social media. I guess it does a little bit. But uh, that's where I spend a lot of my time. Yeah. So I probably just chase most of you away. You're like, oh, Discord. Oh, he's there. Nah, no, thank you. I'm good <laughs> on that. Thing. But yeah, I do look in on Discord more than anything else. And uh, it's primarily because it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's so much love for the shitbox because it's probably the nicest place on Facebook. Agreed. And it deserves all the love. It's the only place on Facebook I go. <laughs> right. But so much of those wonderful people, so many of those wonderful people are in Discord and yeah. other people too mm-hmm. are in Discord. Like you, you're not on Facebook for shit. Yeah. yeah there's a bunch of non-Facebookers in the Discord. So we would encourage you guys to check it out. And if it's more your style, then I would do that. Yeah. But I, I don't get to go in there very much. I only have so much time allotted to getting out into the world you know yep. and mm-hmm. i need to i need to spend say hi that's me too i'll get tagged like i'll go in once a week maybe not like clockwork but i'll go in and i'll be like oh i've been mentioned in like three different times and i'll go through and just like the topic is already passed and i'll just <laughs> reply to it and be like hey per this thing you guys said three days ago <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for, now <laughs> <forget it. laughs> that's for sure i feel like i'm just weird with communicating with people it's just like my dearest person that commented <laughs> i feel like today has been a fortnight since i talked about <laughs> shit comes through my brain and then he sends it via the pony express i like the pony express. <laughs> to, funny you bring to some teenager that types it in for him just like here you go i'll use the internet for you <laughs> that sounds great best of both worlds that sounds great there's but there's a lot of cool things we can do on discord that we haven't really tapped into yet 
also that would be fun to start doing mm-hmm. like little you can put in bots and apps and systems mm-hmm. for doing all kinds of little community event stuff that's just for shits and giggles but sure. we get into that um i won't be spearheading it because i i don't want to but <laughs> but <laughs> i would love to participate <laughs> See, I've, seen, I've seen some amazing things in different discords and mm-hmm. i want to incorporate them into mm-hmm. ours but i just i don't have neither the time nor the bandwidth <laughs> bandwidth lacking <clears throat> to learn how to do those things yeah. having to know so many things about so many apps is really i don't know if it's great for the brain it's <laughs> like i have all these passwords for all these different programs i was gonna say programs. our password list is like 16 pages long at this point yeah it's i mean nuts. i'm rather add so it's that's all right with me i'm just like yeah feed me 18 things at once and we'll see what sticks <laughs> fair <laughs> enough well, I will the world eat it all the world is tailoring itself for you then it is and, and or i'm it. a byproduct of it one of the two <laughs> yeah fair enough maybe a bit of both all right well that was a shout out to the discord discord dookie mm-hmm. slayer you can find him in there you can find the shitbox wizard you can find bodhi the quartermaster really everybody yeah kind of congregates in discord because yep. it's the future or something i've had a lot of people <laughs> reach out to me in dms on discord as well and that's been fun because that's a good like if you actually i'll i'll see your facebook messages and i've had conversations with many of you now through messenger mm-hmm. but if you really want to get at me discord is i'm probably shooting myself in the foot here but discord is the way <laughs> to get at me and i'm never mad to get messages from you guys even if i don't respond for three days <laughs> Fair. i'm busy but i read it and i care about you so please feel free you know you become i become a 3d character overnight yeah, i am terrible terrible at looking at my facebook messages yeah. i forget we even have a messenger uh, with facebook yep messenger well, i feel i feel too. bad too because group group chats of any form stress me out yeah. So every time I'm added to a new Facebook Messenger group, which mute. I love, which I love that everybody's doing, but the moment I get the notification I've been added to it, I'm like, mute until I say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. Thank you guys for adding me. I love you. But <laughs> mute until I say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's our talk today for, and of course, you can go to the Jargoneers Facebook page, and that's specifically for this show. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of good, great conversations in there. We'll probably end up reading some stuff and, uh, participating more in there in the future too Mm -hmm. we really like hearing from you guys and we really like having you participate yes so we'll do that but now let's move on to dumb cunts dumb cunt damn it dumb cunts doing dumb cunt things doing dumb cunt things because we're all dumb cunts nothing ever makes sense because we're all fucked up steam deck yay (laughs) let me just I was wondering Play why he this. brought that into our do, studio. Do. Shouts oh, out it's got to the speaker thing going Shouts on. out to Aaron. Oh, that's not our, a good sales for it. Space oh. lizard. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Starfield is very big and it makes It's causing it to And I don't have it optimized the settings for right. it. And so that sound that you heard, that's not a good sales for it. It's really good. It's generally <laughs> it just pretty good. Started, but he, however let me, let me go over here away from the microphone so it doesn't sound like fucking fluffers having himself a fluff down. <laughs> so you've been loving the Steam Deck? Dude, it is. It's the shit. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. That, Changed everything. That staticky sound is the game itself. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the deck because nothing else does that. Again, I promise you, Starfield is. It can be. It can play it on here, but not, not like you can on a computer, certainly, and not like you can on PS5, probably. Yeah, I don't know. So looking at the specs of it, it kind of is a little handheld computer. It totally mm-hmm. is. I mean, I the guess fact that it can it's kind of a, it's kind of a dumb thing to say. I should qualify that with it's kind of a little handheld gaming computer because every handheld mm-hmm. electronic device is technically fair a little portable computer. But but yeah, it's got specs. Like I was looking through the I was looking through the hardware specs on it, and it's like a little 
gaming machine, like an actual gaming computer. Like you could build it with those those specs. That was the worst sales pitch for it. Not what you said, but what I said when I was like, "Hey, check this out." That's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, it's not like that's like shooting the Tesla, or it's like this Tesla is bulletproof, and then they're like, "No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It broke all the windows with the ball." <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's well. There goes our sponsorship opportunities from Valve. Damn it! No, but killed it. Let's bring it back because <laughs> fucking a like holding it. I've played so many handheld games mm-hmm. throughout my life. Like this is by far the best one I've I've played. I can know I, there's. A, can I? That was the yeah, first thing I noticed about it. I haven't held it. it since I set it up for you. Yeah. Like yeah. the ten minutes that it took me to set it up. Well, this <laughs> is nice. It's yeah. so nice, and it has four triggers on each side, which is crazy. Dang. And I mean, it's a good way to spend some time yeah and being able to lay down and play is such a game changer for me when you can hold it comfortably laying down too Mm -hmm. like i've played the switch in portable mode a lot and you can do it and it's fine i love the switch Mm -hmm. but like you you're gonna get like hand and thumb cramps and discomfort because it's just it's like you're holding on to the skinny little thing but this is like got controller grips built into it which is rad even with the xbox if you play a long time and more so the playstation four for me you kind of get the claw where you're like oh my fingers don't work mm-hmm. the, they like mm-hmm. they used to yep i've played the fuck out of this lately is you know and no claw so far yeah it's actually kind of weird well it's a, so it seems to me like it's like it is a portable device but it seems like an around the house portable device if you get yeah. my drift because like yeah, I, i'm not taking that on the bus yeah i take my switch every time i fly because it's great because like i can i put it in its little slim hard shell case and i can slide it right in my back pocket and it travels well this is like a, the equivalent of a boom box kind but of yeah thing like, like i oh, ain't, I got this big i'm shoulder. i'm not putting that in my back pocket is all i'm saying but yeah. like for like wandering around the house That's or flopping the on the couch or whatever mm-hmm. like just having like an around the house gaming machine mm-hmm. seems fucking awesome like it checks that box it really does i thought it was really cool that they developed their own operating system for mm-hmm. it as well I didn't know that. Yeah. You guys know a lot more specs. Both of you guys know a lot more about the, the technical details. Bad. But I, I play a basketball game on it too, which is like a gamer sin to play you sports would. games. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's very good. It's NBA 2K24, and it looks great, plays great. Did you optimize it? She's sitting here doing a podcast, and she. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't yet. Not yet. Okay, you're like unlock the thing for. No, I I went in and I looked at some stuff thinking I could do it just real quick can't which is fine I'll do it but no, no, I, I can do it too <laughs> I, I'll do it poorly and, and be frustrated and stuff but I could break it for you yeah I'll <laughs> break, break, kill it <laughs> a couple things about the, the Steam Deck that is really amazing that I know about mm-hmm. the track pads there's track pads two of them under each of the thumb controllers the, the R3 joysticks. yeah the joysticks <laughs> thank you the thing it was got thumb, thumb it goes but there's track pads I'm at least I knew where a trackpad was. Yep. And that's been pretty fun to deal with. I'll, but that's, uh, every time I say fun, I'm shocked. <laughs> but it has some interesting features on a couple of the games that I have. I told you about the four triggers. You can see these guys yeah. down here. And I think you can use your pinky. They're like grip triggers. But you might be able to just use your normal fingers mm-hmm. to go down there and stuff. But it, that's weird. But the best thing is that you can turn it off and on in the middle of any game that you're playing in the moment that you want to turn it off or on. And it just, I mean, it's terrible for kids that are like, I can't. Just freezes pause. it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and it comes right back exactly where you were. So, for yeah, you example, you better hope that you're not in some type of like sword melee. 
battle. Yeah, you're going to forget. And, yeah. be and like, you ah, push shit. the power because you paused it in the middle of just getting ready to hammer somebody. <laughs> and then you turn it back on and, and then you're dead. And you get hammered. <laughs> yes. as, a, as a PlayStation person, like that's the main thing that I've had all of them, but I've played PlayStation the most. It's so very much like it to where even when you're playing the games, like I play NBA 2K all the time and it's the exact same buttons everywhere. So it's. So this is like a a potential gateway drug for you. It's sort of a foray into PC gaming. Mm -hmm. Probably. Mm -hmm. Because with this game, you can can do some of the mods and stuff with the Steam Deck. And you guys know the technical stuff. Like, what's more, what's, tell us more about the technical things. Why is this thing such a badass machine? Well, aside from the technical stuff, the thing that, the thing that (laughs) I truly appreciate about it, which I haven't got to play it, um, I mean, it's your it's, it's your machine. <laughs> no, you won't. But from what I found when I was uh, basically setting it up for you, there's communities around just about every game out there that are easily accessible within the machine itself. You don't have to go out and search for it. Mm. You pull up the game, and if you go in discussion, there's a list of communities and bloggers and you name it, um, walkthroughs and instructions. Mm-hmm. And, really cool shit and then if you scroll down even further you there's little locations where you can get your mods that's yeah awesome. i was gonna say is you can access workshop through that right the steam workshop yes that's awesome yes yeah that's a it's a really pleasant modding experience modding through workshop like if you're gonna do skyrim with 100 plus mods it's a little bit maybe not suited for that but right. like right. if you just want to throw in a couple of mods mm-hmm. to try out you mm-hmm. just subscribe to them in the workshop naked and, ass and character. then you're good what? yep you okay. can do that, hundred percent. Of course, of course. <laughs> Viking in assless chaps. <laughs> All chaps are assless, my love. Give me the, re- give me the realistic dick mod. The realistic dick physics. <laughs> oh, it's cold in the water. I guess. All right, I'm actually turning the game on because podcasting is really exciting when you just play video games. <laughs> Shaden. Well, I'm all right. <laughs> we'll just I feel called out. I appreciate it. Well, that's my dumb cunt thing that I've been up to. And while it, I play the game, you can tell us if you guys have any dumb cunt things that you've been doing. You Are guys... you seriously going to play that? No, I'm not. I'm just playing. I wanted to, I wanted to hear the sound, but then it went... Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it ruined the effect. I think. Oh, but it's for, a it's a cool system, man. I've never really got to like. This is my first time messing with it in real life. Is messing with yours, but I'm always curious, like what kind of aftermarket stuff has been made mm-hmm. for oh, it. You know, because right. like that's with there the Switch. So there's all kinds of aftermarket things you can get to make it cooler. Mm-hmm. And I imagine with that system being the way it is and catering to the community that super, it does i bet there's a lot of really cool aftermarket shit you can super, get for it super seamless too uh with a switch you have to break it in order to do those things right you know and mm-hmm. this was designed for people that want to yeah. do that and it's also the company's based in bellevue or where they're, they're uh, basically microsoft Bell- people i think, I think it's that, bellevue. i'm not sure the story i don't want to talk about valve the yeah. Company. yeah yeah uh, yeah bellevue. i'm not sure i think they're people that were like you know what we can do our own damn thing i always like it when people do that yeah Okay, well, that's is that all for dumb cunts? Did you guys have no dumb cuntedness this week? I mean, I was a dumb cunt start to finish, but okay, fair. it wasn't it wasn't spectacular as far as the dumb cuntometer goes. What's the uh, the Richter the cunter scale? The <laughs> 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 I don't know yet. We'll have just to little medium scritchy scratchies. Is all, I had. <laughs> nice. all right, well, let's move on to some brainy meats. Brainy meats. Now let's do something constructive for our brainy meats. It's time for thinky things. Brainy meats, you guys ready for a little bit of 
I'm not even sure where this is going to go. Feed These are just me. random. <laughs> Give me the Britney meats. But the point of this this segment is just kind of looking at some of the smart people or people that some people think are smart or whatever and what they have to say. Maybe we can apply it to something. This is from Rudyard Kipling. Hmm. Beware of over-concern for money or position or glory. Someday you will meet a man who cares for none of these things. Then you will know how poor you are. <laughs> oh. I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. I'm not sure what we can extrapolate from that other than, yeah. There's like, more to life than prestige. There's shallow <laughs> things and there's deep things. And right. If you're chasing shallow things, you will find out that it's a house of cards that you lived on. Yeah, I think money and position are best viewed as tools mm-hmm. and nothing more, nothing less. That's how I feel, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's tempting to want to like hoard because I don't want the government to take care of me when I'm old. I've declared that many a times because mm-hmm. I don't think they do a good job. And the only way to do that is to have money. But yeah. I don't care enough to or, like or dedicate. Or to invest enough in people throughout your life that people take care of you when you're not able to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, That's better. Like being a burden, I get that. I never want to feel like I'm a burden to anybody. But there's there's a certain degree of beauty in allowing people to help you mm-hmm. yeah. when you can't help yourself. And people, there's a lot of stigma around that. We like, used to be oh, elders. I don't want to be. I don't want to have to put that strain on people I care about because I care about them. But if they really care about you, it will be their pleasure, even when it's a chore. It'll mm-hmm. be their pleasure to help you. Like mm-hmm. I feel that way. Like Same. if you guys needed me and like couldn't do something and Why I could my help you, shaving? and I got to help you, I would wipe your butt, Zach. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if if you really needed me to, <laughs> I, will, I would. I, will I would, try very I hard would not first to ask. ask you, "Where's Monique?" But <laughs> I was going to say, you both know I have no issues with poo. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the poobah. I'm qualified to wipe some butts. <laughs> I wiped the butt of my autistic half-brother for a good portion of his life when I was a kid. So uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I can wipe an ass, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's pretty awesome. I do think that is the, the big lesson. I mean, yeah. what's more valuable than your, your friends and the conversations? Right, because those, those are things you can't buy. Mm-hmm. And your status won't get you the real article either no, in those departments. No, in that sometimes, yeah. So if you're going to spend your energy investing in something long-term... Mm-hmm that should be top of your list in my opinion and create those connections and, and it helps you to it. do that by viewing money and status as tools mm-hmm. i think so as, too. as fleeting things that are meant to be used gained and lost and that's just the way it goes put right. good shit in the world that's what i think money right. should be used for it's like let's try and f- fix stuff not mm-hmm. you know or just have fun make good shit Here's yeah, do one. lots of cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one that I think I'm almost certain I've said before, but it's just good to remind people, uh, myself included. It's dangerous to be right when the government is wrong. <laughs> hey. hey. As we try, as we try our best to be the reasonablest party, uh, a silly thing that you know we're we're clumping together in a pretty large group, which is dangerous to clump. Mm-hmm. In the words of George Carlin, don't you know? Don't clump. Yeah, no clumping. But we need to clump at times because you know. Makes you vulnerable to splash damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what? <laughs> but what happens when you're right and the government is not a good? I mean, I think government is just weaponized evil in a sense. So it's wicked at best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anyway, something to think about. And Voltaire was not yesterday's guy. He's been around. That was a long time ago. So apparently, we're just repeating. What the you're saying? Same government old, has always been crap. It's always <laughs> been immoral. And yep. you can't get morality through f- by filtering morality through fucking an immoral thing. You just can't. Mm-hmm. True. So we're we're trying a thing over and over again that, I mean, do I have the answer? No, not at all. 
but this is not it. I fucking do. Everybody listen to me. I'll fix it. You just do what I say. Well, now that we bitched about the government, how about journalism? I don't okay. even. Uh, this is from another it's kind guy. Kind of government. But, uh, yeah, it, it's the fourth <laughs> arm at this point. Journalism is printing what someone else does not want printed. Everything else is just public relations. <laughs> George Orwell. Oh yeah, wow. Good. Eric Blair. Like that. Yeah, and I think we are seeing that in the most I've seen. I I wasn't alive in the '60s or in the '50s or in the '40s during the world. You know, I don't know. Obviously, I've read a lot about it, and they were hyper propagandized too by. Yeah. both sides of, of the political things it's just a thing government does back to it being wicked at best but right now i mean if we were to do a test on like each thing that's put out by political parties in this country and in the west in general and do it give it a a meter of propaganda it's like 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent, all across the board to where I would, everyone i talk to and it might just be my circles but i have a pretty wide circle of different folk everybody's a little concerned about how confusing it's information with no wisdom. Yep. It's rudderless. Yeah. And fuck me. Yeah, we've uh, talked about that before where it's, you know, if the the remedy, I guess, I hate I hesitate to use that word in this in this context because it's a negative thing, but the remedy to the knowledge is power in the age where uh, most of knowledge that humankind has is a few keystrokes away. Mm. The remedy to it is flooding the information channels with so much information that you can't sift through to the mm -hmm. shit that you need to know. And then just start going back to books again? Just pull out your encyclopedia <laughs> yeah, and well, just start from there. Like books, though, there were so many books that were trash. Oh, fair. <laughs> You're right. We shouldn't just, like, lionize all books. Right. I, like, I don't want to put that, uh, that concept on too high of a pedestal because like, I've, I've gone through, like, I love going into old bookstores and just finding something random mm. and starting to read it. And I have come across some books that were not new mm -hmm. <laughs> that I started reading, and I was like, what the fuck is this tripe? Right, right. <laughs> fair enough. Well, Who know, wrote this? You know, what I've, what I've discovered specifically uh, very recently just through reading and, and just kind of I don't know gazing at the bullshit that's going on is it, it occurred to me that propaganda across the board that we're experiencing that we're all kind of experiencing right now reminds me of so to put it in simpler terms we used to have a neighbor a long time years and years and years ago that was a mechanic and he was a really good mechanic. He really knew his shit. Um, so when he shared information or when he helped, he did a wonderful job. The problem was he didn't like foreign cars. Mm. He liked American cars. Okay. And in his opinion, That's nobody... not a problem. It's goddamn patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in That's his opinion, <laughs> no cars should be on the road if they weren't American made. That yeah. was just his opinion. Yeah, it's a little extreme. I had a Toyota. Okay. Oh. And so he would help me with my vehicle, but he had a lot to say. <laughs> and had I not, and I didn't really need the help, I'll really. Fix it, but you gotta listen. Yeah. Toyota's a fine vehicle, all right. They make good cars. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really <laughs> need the help, but when he came out and he saw a woman working on her car, he was like, "No, no, no, not on my watch." So he came out and and wanted to help, which is great. But how this connects to propaganda? This man would come out with, let's just talk about a simple oil change, right? So he, if he's training somebody, he's going to give them very valuable step-by-step -step valid oil change information from the type of oil and why and the filter 
and the tools and blah, 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 blah. Okay, he's going to give that. But if they don't really know what they're doing and they've never done an oil change and they know nothing about cars, they're going to walk away with unquestionable information that American cars are the worst cars on the road and they shouldn't be purchased, they shouldn't be bought, they're awful and it's going to skew that person's opinion about anything that's not American made. So basically Ford, period. Mm. Only Ford should be on the road, Mm -hmm. period. Nah. (laughs) And here's why. You have a car that, and and you have a car that's going to break down, and it's not worth anything, and it's really bad, and this is what you're doing to the economy, and this is why you're the reason why people don't have jobs in friggin' (laughs) Missouri anymore, and you know what I mean. So it was it was a weird situation, and I just would let him bloviate (laughs) about these things and talk and and whatever. But that was twenty five years ago, thirty years ago, twenty five years ago. And so now I'm watching this take place. And the reason I say all of this is because we're being inundated by information from all directions on all subjects from all platforms. And a lot of the information specifically coming from who used to be reliable, valid media sources, they have 10%, they have about 10, maybe 12% of actual 100% 100% proven fact information wrapped in shit wrapped, wrapped in, in messaging massive opinions so if it were if the if dude neighbor dude were the media he'd be he's doing the same thing so you get great information on how to change your oil great information very true but that took maybe 7 minutes maybe 10 out of the whole conversation that took 3 and a half hours that was actually just bashing foreign cars Mm -hmm. so which that's opinion yeah a hundred percent opinion and in fact a lot of what he was saying was so skewed with emotion that i wanted to argue with him because my uncle used to work for ford motor company in missouri but you're you're, the journalists aren't like that at all (laughs) (laughs) what i'm seeing is that is exactly what is going oh yeah you're right in the media right now is they're taking a nugget and they're wrapping it in so much stuff and so it's so much stuff and if if you Dealers. are listening and if just to take the car analogy a little bit further if you know nothing about cars and you're relying on your mechanic neighbor who's done this his whole life and it is his career you're going to trust what he says mm-hmm. because the oil change worked great and you remember your dad said something about that or your brother you know whatever so you're going to take what he says and if you're not if you don't have the time to do your, to look into it and uh, discuss the topic with a lot of people, you know, and uh, kind of explore blah blah blah, you're going to truly walk away believing that Ford is the only car that should be on the market, and that's what we're experiencing right now. Yeah, is this polarizing, uh, just violent opinion-based shit mm-hmm. going on in the public right now? Violently opinionated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, vehemently opinionated about things that really shouldn't matter because it's opin- it's it's opinion based. It's based on ideology. their experience or their beliefs or whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, Fords are great, but so are Toyotas. Well, propaganda works best when it comes from your neighbors and comes from your friends. Jaguar. When, 
Chevy. You know, when and you, there's you, a bunch of listeners right now that are like, yee, yee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, just it's it's crazy how much of that becomes generational too. Right. Because like I've talked to, to taking the car thing. I've mm-hmm. talked to so many guys because I worked in the auto industry for mm-hmm. about five years, and I talked to all kinds of gearheads and fanatics, and everybody's got opinions. And oh, it's yeah. like it's almost like a, like you you don't get to be in the auto industry if you don't have some aggressive opinion about a brand, right. you know. And it, I was like, I'm not picking a brand. I mean, I like Jeeps, but only the older ones, not right. the ones since Fiat bottom. And, and yeah, these car people will will be like blown away and flabbergasted if you, they see you driving, not even owning, but just driving a car that is oh, not yeah. labeled. Yeah, give you no end to shit about I it too. Know. Even so, though even though it differs model to model, like mm-hmm. some Ford models are great and yeah. some Ford yeah. models are notoriously right. trash. Yeah. Well, and I came I came from a Ford family. Uh, and so that means generational. Yes, like a I lot of these people are just like, that's what my dad said, so that's a fucking ex- Ford it is, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I came from a Ford family and a Harley family. Yeah. Uh, it's like sp- a weird statement in, in and of itself. You know, <laughs> We're a Ford family. We right. like why? <laughs> this, this big corporation is one we like. I'm and a Nike so family. <laughs> when I went out and I bought a Honda, uh, my dad was like, what are you driving a Honda for? Disowned. <laughs> Excommunicated immediately. <laughs> so, Riding you out of the will tomorrow. <laughs> and of course, then I had to talk to him about resale value, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, okay, maybe that was a smart choice. Maybe it was a smart choice. You can't work on it. It's like, I know, but it's new. Right. I still have my truck. I can work on that. <laughs> like, I don't want to work on it, really. <laughs> I want to go to the salon and get my nails done is what I want to do. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a couple more for Brandy Meats, and then we'll get on to the, the meat meat. I totally went you did off. Great. I apologize. This is the point of the ride. You don't have to apologize. Oh, road. goodness. We rode with you. We were right there. Yeah, for sure. I was, I was shotgun and everything. I think I keep picking these kind of dystopian authors for reasons that are unbeknownst to me and I think I've even said that before Uh, this is Aldous Huxley science has explained in quotes nothing the more we know the more fantastic the world becomes and the the profounder the surrounding darkness science has explained nothing I, I don't know if I agree with that but the more we know the more fantastic the world becomes and the profounder the surrounding darkness yeah there's some truth to that too. there's I think that is something I try to remind myself of often because I'm I, I love looking at scientific you know what's going on lately in in science for te- I mean anything biology technology mm-hmm. engineering astrophysics I think all that shit is super cool but I have to remind myself constantly that it wasn't very long ago that people were convinced that everything in the universe revolved around our planet you know like mm-hmm. there that getting the bad blood out with leeches was the way to mm-hmm. to cure your humors believing <laughs> yeah you know and it's like so they weren't using the point, scientific method though yeah point being well that's that's true but even even things that we thought according to the scientific method it's like we come we come to find out right. later it's like oh wait <laughs> it's the human part <laughs> there's a lot more to that and there's a lot more to that you know so i i always take scientific advancement with a grain of salt not Mm -hmm. in the sense that like that could be completely wrong because like we can test things and prove them to Mm -hmm. a point but every time and i think what this quote is really kind of driving at as far as how i'm interpreting it is uh whenever you answer a question it tends to and should raise about 20 more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that probably never ends Mm -hmm. (laughs) agreed agreed and we don't have the 
capabilities. I don't think. No, what can you do with all the scientific well, information? We will as once we assimilate AI and become supercomputer. Oh, it'll be useful. <laughs> oh no! It'll no. probably be useful. All right, here's a couple more. This is Rollo May. The human being cannot live in a condition of emptiness for very long. If he is not growing towards something, he does not merely stagnate. The pent-up potentialities turn into morbidity and despair, and eventually into destructive activities. I can vouch for that. (laughs) I've found that to be true in my own life. Yeah, find a purpose, I guess, is the point of that one. 100%. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, and also don't forget to eat. And we, did, don't, we don't drink, run well when we're empty. Drink water. <laughs> did you poop today? Make sure you poop. <laughs> Sit up straight, put your shoulders back, take a deep breath, drink some water. Yes. This is the last one, and this is Alexander Solzhenitsyn, or Solzhenitsyn, however you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Unlimited power in the hands of limited people always leads to cruelty. I said that one, I think, last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago. But I just wanted to say it again. Uh, Yes. It's no relation to the world that's going on. <laughs> uh, everything's no fine. No relation to the Ford guy who's a mechanic that lives next door. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. Say no more. <laughs> like I said, uh, and somebody said this, and I just am parroting it, but intelligence, information without wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're filled with information, and we should be. This is We all have to evolve. We all have to learn how to swim in the sea of bullshit and find the cleanest pieces of life raft w- that we can. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot and mm-hmm. I don't know yeah let's build a boat yeah <laughs> fair enough let's build this uh, shit sea boat but wisdom is like the we'll all be shit sea vikings <laughs> fuck yeah shit sea vikings <laughs> that's a fucking t-shirt for that I want but we have to like wisdom isn't something that you are it's it's not something that you can just ach- achieve I don't think it's something that you can just recognize and it's something that's fleeting I think in, in yeah. people and something you strive to grasp yeah it's like uh, happiness in that sense. It's, and it's, it's not a state of being. It's it's not a it's not a mantle that you can wear permanently. I don't think so. It's just something that you should reach for, mm-hmm. and employ uh, as well as you can whenever you have it in your grasp. And yeah. always be humble enough to recognize it, or try to be humble enough to recognize it when it gets fired across your bow. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And it has to do with sometimes fundamental principles. I think there's some wisdom. I mean, wisdom isn't that, but I think wise people or wise wisdom comes from understanding those fundamental principles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it with the politics that's coming in 2024, whatever it might look like. And just the social, our, our little planet is kind of fighty. Uh, we're going to want to think it's fundamentally. It's kind of bickery. It's bic- a little, little bitey. It's not, it's not just, uh, the states either mm. like i realized yeah. just this morning actually that more than half of the countries in the world have major elections this year mm. and there's some serious bullshit going on yeah from ecuador right. all around mm-hmm. the world all around it's the like world. it's like depending on how all that <laughs> shakes out there could be some major changes yeah. <laughs> that go on um, by the time this year is through yeah this planet is just going through a collective weird squeeze right now mm. we all are Dude, we're only 11 days in, and there's already been just ridiculous shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's th- it's like that calendar of the memes, the central things. Like, it's the Chinese spy balloon. It's mm-hmm. that lady that slept with all the cops and for this month. <laughs> yeah. It's like going by the week this time. It's like, this week it's this, or maybe it's by day. It's but by day today, at this point. Yeah. Today it's this thing, and then it's we'll forget about that, because tomorrow's going to be fucking weird. It's Six or- months it's in, orgies. it's going to be hour by hour. It's after hour orgies and Taco Bells. And, <laughs> and then it's tunnels <laughs> under New York City that lead to... Fu- ah. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> Dude, we don't have to get into that, but there was such a funny thing about that. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, just go look it up. You can, yeah. you can find it. But there was the, <laughs> this guy on Twitter, X, whatever, and he had been tweeting. He's like, I hear, I hear people tunnel, tunneling under my floor i do not have a basement and everybody's like shut up dude you're crazy yeah mm-hmm. and then they found these guys tunneling under mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally arrested them for tunneling under this dude's house and he's like reposts I'm not crazy. it yeah, he reposts it he's like some of you owe me an apology <laughs> <laughs> it's like the funniest thing to me that guy must feel so validated he's like you ha no shit he's like, like i can cancel you, the therapy some of you. i'm gonna get off at least three of these pills <laughs> Fuck all of you. I'm definitely not friends with all of you. Right. I can, the divorce is off. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can carry on. It's like, you owe me an apology, but we're married forever now. <laughs> all right, well, that was Brainy Meats. And now let's get into the ride of the ride, the meat of the ride, the, the something. The meat of the I don't, what? I don't fucking know. Are you hungry? Yikes. Are you hungry? I must be hungry. <laughs> the meat of the ride. I, I'm an eloquent cunt. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And now we're going to talk about the main thing while we ride the ridey rides. What am I doing? All right, simulation theory. So if you guys listen to Can You Don't, you guys have heard this spiel already. But I want to share it with you guys a little bit. And there's quite a few of these little points. But we'll go one at a time. Let's do it. And we've already done Mandela Effect. But that is one of... And this came from New Yorker magazine Don't and get some me other research. Started on that shit again, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. But that is some proof, like in some people's minds. I'm not saying mine. I should say that from the beginning. I don't necessarily abscri- subscribe to this, but I do find it really interesting. Yeah. So we're gonna skip Mandela effect, even though it is kind of a thank you, a mm. bit of a proof. Where's uh, the cornucopia? <laughs> <laughs> That's. Ugh. I think they're trolling us. I think the Fruit of the Loom company actually printed some of that shit to troll I, us. I feel like I found some evidence that they are. We can get into that some other time. Fucking I. <laughs> but that is that is one. It's not, and I should say, I said this on, on Candy Don't too, some of these are soft and some of these are hard. So soft evidence and some of them are more scientific based. None of this is scientific based, really, really, mm-hmm. because this is all kind of a philosophical thing. It right. can't be disproven, just like intelligent design. So, I mean, there was pushback, like, that's just like intelligent design. And that's fine. It just kind of is. But intelligent design is philosophical as well. And it can't be tested and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, okay. So, we're going to skip a few of these for the Patreon. Uh, but I'm going to give you guys one hard one real quick and see what you think. And actually, you guys have probably heard this already. Electrons fuck with us. Uh, the physics experiment, the double uh, slit thing. Basically, the double slit experiment in electrons where they're fired into a photosensitive screen mm-hmm. through slits in a copper plate. It usually produces waves, and it, sh- it shows a pattern of waves on the wall or whatever mm-hmm. they're hitting. And that's under observation. Or, or under observation, then they become particles. Yep. So they, mm-hmm. they shift, and so that's fucking with us. Mm-hmm. That's literally a fundamental element that's like, hee <laughs> And so people that are under the... That like that's this something simulation. we have tested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's, that's an, been that's, shown. That's yeah. an observable thing. Mm-hmm. It's been known for a long, for quite a few decades now, and it blows the smartest people in the world's yeah. minds. It blows my mind. It, mm-hmm. I yeah. I went down a huge rabbit hole with that, where it's just like, okay, so if there's nothing around to observe something, mm-hmm. then is it doing what right. I? Th- so it, it goes it back doing? to that old adage: yeah, if a like tree rule. falls in the woods and nobody's hear it, hears it, did it really fall? God, I spent so many years scoffing at people for that, yeah. and here we are. And then, and then I, and then I came across that, and I was like, oh, oh fuck! So <laughs> the tree thing might not be. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, they just knew more than I did. <laughs> oh, how much will that happen in my life? A lot. 
Uh, but so what did we learn? Electrons are dicks, or we're in a simulation, or, ma- or <laughs> magic is real. Electrons are. There's a T-shirt for you. That's be a good. Electrons are dicks. I'd wear that. <laughs> it, it makes it, it. Scientists would probably agree. Electrons are dicks. We could, we could take the little like that image that's in every textbook mm-hmm. of an electron, but just change the <laughs> change it to dick-shaped. <laughs> Perfect. We've got neurons and electrons and protons and dickons. The shirts make themselves. Dickons indeed. <laughs> That's probably little, an element. Little, little shovelcocks. Little <laughs> like, Electrons are shovelcocking us yeah. 100% of the time. <laughs> if we're watching them. If not. Yeah. Here's another one that's kind of a hard evidence, if you will, but I haven't verified these deeply, deeply. This is, again, New York, the New Yorker magazine, I think, is the main, main source for these, but these are the main arguments. DNA can be affected by a computer virus. One more time. DNA can be affected by Wait, a computer virus. What? Explain. In 2017, at the University of Washington, go Huskies, proved they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. And they weren't trying, they weren't looking for simulation proof or anything like that but and i don't know the full details i should find the articles that they're referencing i was gonna say what did they did they just like get it down to like the binary code what did they what how right i would love to know that i wish i could present that information and how did they put that into the dna right but the claim is and it's been verified enough to be printed by a reputable source which is all and that doesn't we just talked about how much that might mean right, in today's right. day and age. Ford guy, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but if that's the case, let's just assume that it's true. What does that say? Mm. Well, I can tell you it lends further credence to my sex robots theory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I'm just saying, we live in a world weird enough where if sex robots become like a prevalently used thing... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's, there's going to be some uh, <laughs> hitherto for that's, that's a word mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a <good laughs> unknown venereal disease that people are getting from robots you can only get it from robots and it's like oh he's got the robo dick <laughs> mm, silicon robo dick robo drip come on he's, oh, it's, man, just got my, that, my, it's just got that incessant low battery beep constantly <laughs> oh no you know, <laughs> you know you know you know yeah. talking about the you, fire the fire ex- uh, the fire alarm low battery <laughs> beep <laughs> they're like oh fuck he's got the to, robo dick you have to plug it back into your sex robot to charge it or yeah. else you can't ever get hard <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is like a would you rather uh, a terrible no. would you rather oh, no. it just yeah you just beep everywhere oh, you go no. it would well, be so it's not a battery low though it's just but yeah, a, it's like, it's oh, a virus the virus is yeah, speaking yeah it's like shit my, my, my sex robot caught a virus and now I'm now, now I, my dick's I contracted talking. it it's just screaming like every 45 seconds that, if that shows up in good in Halifax Shaden wrote that and it's, produced that it's just uh, it's just clippy from Microsoft Word your dick's like hey need some help <laughs> no <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean I might I don't know Not, it's bad timing <laughs> if you could phrase it differently no. alright so let's try a softer one this one is kind of one that we've but I'm bumped. Kind of, yeah, I know. Can't uh-huh. got robo dick. <laughs> it's a robo. It's hard. <laughs> this one is we just kind of referenced. Also, we're always set on the cusp of collapse currently, and and really in all through history, there's always been it, from the mainstream where it's like this shit. If we don't, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, it's entropy. It's a never-ending struggle against entropy. Yeah, we're we're climate, financial, World War Three. There's always something that's kind of like the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and more well, taxes is always the solution, which is obviously that's part of being great. human. I think so. I, I think, think we're as we get older and yeah. we die, we mm-hmm. see things that are that the world's more terrifying if mm-hmm. we're sick. I think there's some definite truth in that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people throughout history that weren't sick or that weren't you well. Know, once you're once I don't know. It's just my opinion that once you're once you become aware of your own mortality, shit gets real serious. And you have no option but for it to get serious because it's just part of the human condition. So once you know you're no longer a child or a, a preteen or a teen or whatever, and you become aware of your own mortality in your bones, mm-hmm. that's when things change. It sure is. So Absolute the sky's falling constantly at that point. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you make a lot of sense, Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Do you think you're it's right. Do you think it's normal to hit a a point in your adult life where you start having like existential dread for for a little while and then you work mm-hmm. you work past it I think like that's I feel part like because I, I definitely went through it mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm I'm just past the tail end of that phase mm-hmm. of my life but I went through a period of like three to five years mm-hmm. where for no reason I'm just sitting there contemplating my demise yes and how it could come at any moment you know and it was to the point where it was like affecting my functionality for mm-hmm. a while i was like i'm so, I'm so stressed out about this and i was telling myself mm-hmm. intellectually i'm like there's no reason for you to be stressed out about this it's right. always been true right. it will continue to be true just soldier on well it became reality yeah. though but yeah and, and then i was just, i was like staring it in the face and i didn't want to but i was like being forced mm-hmm. to stare it in the face for years and i was and i so i i shared it with somebody who was a little bit older than me and she was like oh yeah i went through that too mm-hmm. like it's just sort of like a rite of passage it's like yeah there's just a period in your life where you you have existential dread for yeah. a while and then well, yeah. you work how, through it i yeah. think how each individual processes it mentally and emotionally yeah. uh and how they handle it outwardly i think that it's different for each individual oh, i think yeah. it's very personal but i think personally in my opinion that's that like it's your part, opinion, man. It is my opinion. <laughs> I know, Ford guy. I think. Uh, I think what. I think every human goes through it. It's just part of being human, and yeah. it's that whole real the, the realization of your own mortality that you will die someday. We yeah. just had this conversation last night. Yeah, we did. And so, um, I think it's just normal. I think everyone goes through it, and some people just process it a little more. Their, their processes are a little more challenging and they affect their psyche a bit more than others. Yeah. Well, I hope somebody out there needed to hear that because yeah. when I was told that, yeah, it was like so comforting oh, to me at I the bet. time. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you went through that? Uh, oh, fuck. So this is going to pass probably? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No yes. one told me that Everyone ever. take a deep breath. <sighs> I learned about that the mitochondria is the fucking powerhouse of the cell, but I never learned that I could get through this shit. That's coming. <laughs> Turns out electrons are dicks. <laughs> well, here's another. Yeah, they are. And you can catch computer viruses. <laughs> well, here's another thing to think about. With if we're always set on the cusp of collapse, mm-hmm. you know that's always driving towards something to f- to fix. In a sense, mm-hmm. this is the idea. Maybe we are an ancestor simulation and our creators want to see us as as society or even as groups of individuals solve some of these big problems that they're having outside of the simulation. I mean, that gets into the like who's simulating them and what made it God and all that stuff. But so we're just multiverse. We're just yeah. beta testing disasters and potential apocalypses mm-hmm. for them. That's the theory. <laughs> that's what was behi- that's what's behind this, Damn this it. proof. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they're looking at like, well, maybe they have a climate problem that's more severe than what we have, and they want to 
they want to try and see what we do. Unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Cultural problems, all that stuff. All right, next thing. Video games look real as fuck. I hear the dog barking in the background, so it's throwing me off. They're getting more... Yeah. More and more real. Well, mm-hmm. the very premise of, and sorry for those that listen to Candy Don't, I'm reading the same notes, so a lot of this is going to sound similar, but not the two, these two's answers. But the premise of simulation theory comes from, or the hypothesis is that games, if humanity can survive long enough to create tech capable of running convincing simulations of reality, mm-hmm. it will create many such simulations. Mm-hmm. And so with lots of simulations, there will only be one base reality and lots of other, of other simulations. And the premise Unless is that your base reality, heavy air quotes, is a simulation within itself. Right. And then we just keep doing the Russian dolls, right. I guess. Exactly. But <laughs> the premise is that 40 years ago we had Pong. Today we have VR, mm-hmm. you know, Grand Theft Auto sandboxes that are getting closer and closer to where you're like, that looks like real grass blown mm-hmm. in the fucking wind. Mm-hmm. I peed on that and it fucking made a wet sound and it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, if we don't kill ourselves assuming this is an elon musk type paraphrase if if we assuming we don't kill ourselves that even if we have this not even the 40 years to vr mm-hmm. but if we have one percent growth that we will achieve a simulation that is very close to reality to where it will be hard to distinguish and the pushback from paisley was well we'll always know and it's like well we'll, we'll know to that one know point what? know that it's a video game we'll always know that it's not real Unless the like, original but then give it heavy, 10 years. heavy air quotes reality wasn't a reality in the first place. Right. Well, yeah. you're getting, yeah. Well, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the, the <laughs> There's caveat. There's a fun one coming up on that. The, okay. the caveat here is, is that exactly. It's the not being aware that, that it's a simulation, right? Because mm-hmm. like, can you imagine in our, in the world that we live in, we make a virtual program. I'm not that, supposed to talk about the simulation, bro. That is like, mm-hmm. Yeah indistinguishable from reality Mm -hmm. but a stipulation of going into it is when you're in there you're not going to know right there's no there's no like save Mm -hmm. and quit there's like when you're in there you're in there until until you get unplugged it's Mm -hmm. roy right Mm -hmm. exactly so it's like i mean i could i could buy that but can you imagine like willingly signing up for that i mean if it's if it's i guess like if it was just a blip like Mm -hmm. if it's like it's like hey even if you spend a, a long lifetime in there, mm-hmm. you, you'll you'll die and you'll come back out and it'll only have been a couple hours. Yeah, right. you know, then maybe I could see it. Cause right. it's like, cause it's yeah, like, but it's uh, but it, it, while you're in there, it's gonna feel like a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, that's the Roy I kind know. of experience. Yeah. I know, right? Some people have had that experience on drugs, on DM, uh, not DMT, but DMT, mushrooms yes. and stuff. DMT too, DMT. where yeah. they felt a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sp- I spent four months in a wooded area i got married you Fuck, know, i do that in my dreams <laughs> right <laughs> shit mm-hmm. yeah. it's a pretty crazy thing well it was, it's kind of interesting to think about though because like can you imagine like time we've talked about this because of Bodhi's snippet that he sent in yeah. mm-hmm. but time time is just a construct mm-hmm. and so if we did simulation with another simulation with another simulation and we're just going into them every time and like time or your perception of it would probably be like shorter right mm-hmm. uh, each with each successive dive would be my guess i'm not really basing this off of i don't fucking know you know but like it seems like if you if there was like base reality and then ooh, you go into the simulation mm-hmm. but you spend a lifetime and then when you die in the simulation you go back out 
to your to the other one and you're still you like right some time has passed but <clears throat> inconsequential right you did that and then you're your simulation avatar goes into another simulation simulation avatar simulation inception and then same deal that avatar gone you're back to the simulation Mm -hmm. and then that simulation plays out and then and then you're back to base reality that would be so (laughs) my brain hurts a little bit that would be so strange to pop into a simulation with no memories yeah and then come out especially starting as a baby well and then who wants to i would have deleted that and then <laughs> skip that part. And then they they yeah. come out. So tutorial what skip. What I'm doing is just talking about what you just talked about. So if you go into willingly go into a simulation with no memories, you have all of these experience and develop memories, and you pop out holding on to the memories that you bring back with you, and you mm-hmm. don't realize for that 45 minutes of a lifetime yeah. that you're in that simulation. It's really weird to think that you. All of your memories are held in another consciousness. Yeah. Before you're popped into, I, I don't know that. Well, this is kind of like my this, brain is like this. What? This falls into line with something that on on some level I've always or not always, but for most of my adult life have sort of subscribed to. I mean, we're framing it as a simulation. <coughs> Excuse me, but it's it's it falls right in line with like the the elder self theory mm-hmm. of of consciousness or of you know afterlife or what existence or whatever but where it's like you there's this larger i think i've touched on this mm-hmm. before in previous episodes but there's this larger you that is the whole you mm-hmm. and you sent a piece of you here to have this shared human experience mm-hmm. and then when you're done you rejoin the whole of you and you have added that to the whole and and you're presumably better for it i mean right. all knowledge is worth having i suppose right. but uh but like then that begs the question was it was the course charted before you set off on that journey right you know before you sent that piece of yourself there well with uh uh, going a little bit further if time isn't real and it's just a construct Mm -hmm. um time isn't linear right essentially so all of this is happening at once multiple Mm -hmm. you know this is happening and if there's one piece that went and was dropped into a simulation why not more Mm-hmm. And it's happening simultaneously, living, dying, and returning all at once yeah. because time isn't linear. Well, and who's to say that this experience that we're having has much of anything to do with this experience above it, like the, you know, whatever. If Heavier quotes above. Yeah, like <laughs> doing the doing mm-hmm. the simulation, you know, if like say you came from reality into mm-hmm. the simulation, who's to say that they designed it the simulation just like what what they're dealing with like exactly. maybe this is like maybe it's just the experiences that matter Escapism but but the, but the context of it could it's be completely com- right. completely different well here's a know? weird thing to think about for a simulation you don't know the simulators probably don't know what's going to happen if there was a simulation it's to watch and see mm-hmm. you know right. again like with the climate it, whatever it is economics they want to see mm-hmm. what happens and so you know that takes away a little bit of the destiny idea and like oh that there's a purpose for me and stuff it's like no you got to find your own purpose because fucking they're just figured mm-hmm. it's right. random as shit right you know that's it kind of goes to that yeah, the, deism. Purpose, the purpose is the learning the effects of white bread across a globe <laughs> <laughs> this reminds you know what I mean? this the, reminds the me the purpose our, is chaos bitch. yeah yeah <laughs> our our you know in this country and a lot of the enlightenment thinkers were 
not really Christian. They were deists. And so they believed that there was a creator God in the universe, but they, that the God didn't pay attention or didn't care. And there wasn't a personal relationship with that God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of what this would be is that a simulation is, I mean, for lack of a better term, a coder would be a God, a creator, and they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that's, you know, maybe it's just set, don't, and set and forget and see what happens. They don't give a fuck about pixel three, six, eight B. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's why, you know, when you look at this theory, you can go back in history and you can draw connections. It doesn't mean that that's what they were thinking, video game simulations or whatever. But you can draw connections with our ancestors thought about this not being real, too. Mm -hmm. They saw little glitches here and there kind of thing and whatever. But they didn't know this next thing that's going to be pretty interesting. Dude, can you imagine before you move on to that? What? I have another little please fun hypothetical say that this was a simulation designed by some outside force or multiple outside forces right <laughs> and then we're in it and and something starts happening in the base reality we'll mm -hmm. say we'll call it for argument's sake to where it's like we got to get out of this oh. and so they start actually invading into the simulation i.e. interdimensional aliens or sure, you know, no alien function. invasions or whatever and it's just like oh the it's not really it's not really aliens it's just the people that designed our simulation mm -hmm. we're like we Wake gotta up. we gotta we get go. out we gotta we get gotta out go. of our reality and, and we're we're literally we're gonna pop into coming this into one. yours right. <laughs> yeah, and wait until you see that we're actually octopus people on the other side <laughs> humans are pretty <laughs> yeah hello no shit I'm, I'm for it I love octopi uh, me too that's eight that ways to go from. into a whole you're know, like right. do you each of your tentacles have its own brain that's <laughs> cool as shit <laughs> and a g-spot okay <laughs> this one is another kind of hard science one this is the one that got me thinking about this in a more serious way and I just like entertaining these kind of things anyway but computer code and quarks computer code and quarks not uh, this is a these are theoretical uh, physicists so some people have different views on that and stuff but they're still very smart people very serious people mm -hmm. most of the time I can't speak for them but <laughs> the not crazy James Gates is the one that came up with this and there's dispute here and there's plenty of stuff you should look into and and be skeptical of but basically in his string theory equations which string theory by itself is like oh, what the f it's almost as woo woo as science could be but it's yep yeah, Very so serious was people. Right. So moving on. <laughs> All these caveats aside. <laughs> Until he wasn't, you know, so. <laughs> Basically, in, <coughs> in his string theory equations, he found 101010. And we've talked about that here before. Basically, in the quark level, it can only be represented by computer code. Uh, and it actually said, he quoted it as error-correcting codes. He said that they, they appeared to him as error-correcting codes like you would find in web browsers. So huh. either God is hilarious, oh, or quarks are dicks, <laughs> or we live in a simulation, or some other theory that is beyond hmm. beyond our ability to mentally process. Certainly not point, what I or I don't know what over. we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's huh. fascinating. There's this guy that I followed because how could I not? But he's been doing his own. He's not a scientist that I know of. I mean, I don't know that he's a scientist. I don't think he is, but he's been doing these experiments with, with DMT, mm -hmm. but like not enough of a dose for you to blast off, but just uh, like, microdosing, uh, like, like microdosing DMT basically. And then shining a specific type of laser against a flat wall. Mm -hmm. And then if you get up along the wall, kind of parallel with it at the right angle and you look into where the laser is shining, not at the laser, but where it's hitting mm -hmm. the wall he claims that he and and a 
group of other people that have all tried this not knowing what to expect have done that and you can see code fuck what? <laughs> and i'm like well no way to know it without trying but i kind of want to fucking try it because right. what if and like and then there's the whole argument is like well it's just is that just a shared dmt experience right well now that a it's lot been of people suggested, have those but you might have it well, yeah, because it's been right. suggested and you've processed it hold so. on like that's actually the next thing is why is there a shared experience between individuals that have no relationship other than the chemistry that they're putting in their body right that is interesting why do we have rules in the universe at all Mm -hmm. like video games have rules that you can't break you know or you can mod them or whatever but oh we can break the fact that we have have speed of light gravity thermodynamics things that we can barely fuck with uh Yet. That is parameters of your, yeah, yet. You would make a game with those parameters. Those physics are, this is the way the rules are. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, having rules in this universe the way they are, hot is this, cold mm-hmm. is that, this degree is there. I mean, a lot of these are man-made terms and stuff, but the principles are be found by any creature that's yeah. doing science. And they're provable repeatedly. That makes, I mean, it's too hard for our brains to, my brain anyway, to wrap around how deep that rabbit hole goes when you really think about it but it is a kind of a weird one it's so difficult to wrap your mind around i'm not sure what you're talking about well how about this the speed of light might represent the fastest speed for transmitting information within the network of our simulation maybe that's the oh right so that's kind of where that goes okay i don't know if that makes sense either but it's no that made sense it's a processing power thing right perhaps Mm. with with our Mm. rules and stuff but the fact that there are rules hmm. and the fact and we'll get to this in a little bit but the fact that those rules break down in certain levels too is also somewhat telling well that's a very popular uh argument that's used in favor of intelligent design theories hmm. right because it's like oh well if there are rules and systems in place that are yeah. observable and in you can manipulate them and replicate them repeatedly then it must have been designed that way. Right. right. I've heard that argument a lot growing up in the religious community. Same. But it's like, you know, the the general pushback on that as well. Yes, but if something was created by just chaos, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be chaos as a byproduct. Right. Like systems can and do arise out of chaos. Absolutely. You know, so it's like, mm, I don't know that I buy it as like a, yep, that means it was designed by something, right. but it is fascinating. And yeah. it's, I'm not denying that it is possible that it was designed by something. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it could be, you know? Like, why why would there be limitations if why, somebody didn't why put them there? Is there? <laughs> <laughs> why come for is there the rules, though? <laughs> well, how about this one? This is, again, uh, intelligent design. God kind of argument, but mm-hmm. it's not possible to prove that it's not a simulation. That's not good evidence. That's pretty soft. But <laughs> it's easier to prove that we're living in one than not. That's a weird spot. Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's more. That is to say, there's more potential evidence for rather than against. Well, how about this? Any evidence that we could get for the simulation or against it can be simulated in a simulation. <laughs> yeah. So oh. it, it makes it so all of the argue, it's just like the the slippery slope thing yeah. of religion where well god cuz mysterious ways. Yeah. So it, I mean, could it, god create a rock so big and heavy that even he couldn't move it? Ah, my brain broke. <laughs> <laughs> of course well, god can well, do anything. Oh well, shit. Well yeah, but why would he? <laughs> yeah, fair. Good call. God doesn't give a shit about that. I, I would hope. But this is non-falsifiable 
so you can't use the scientific mm -hmm. method. And so scientists, even though there's very serious scientists that are definitely propping people up that are putting this idea out there, like Neil deGrasse Tyson is our most famous science communicator in America, and he is he's the reason I heard about this in 2014, 15, something like that. Mm -hmm. We were in California, so before that. And he, he brought a theoretical physicist on and said, basically, I think this is really interesting. And so since then, I've kind of had it on my radar. And it's been on the radar of a lot of scientific-minded people. Mm -hmm. But knowing that it's philosophical and that we can't really prove it, it's just some... Uh, we're doing our best to try and prove it. Ones and zeros in the motherfucking... <laughs> in the me. atoms, bless mm -hmm. you, possess you. <laughs> ones and zeros in the, in the quarks is pretty fucking weird, yeah. to say the Super least. Super weird. Having our DNA affected by a malicious computer virus type thing not yeah. like the stuff on I, I don't even know okay. we'll have to look into that one in the future it's like so what, what is wrong what disease it, malware yeah, <laughs> yeah it's didn't, like, didn't update McAfee, your antivirus the malware. <laughs> my so, antivirus I man <laughs> this always sets my brain churning in such fascinating directions that's why I like to bring this up to about people this kind mm -hmm. of yeah shit. it's fun it's fun to hear what people's pushback is and what the, like what they think what's on the other side if it is a simulation and you just go or what, what happens what if we prove say? it Mm -hmm. uh, good I don't know <laughs> what Then what happens? Dude can you imagine Scary Can you imagine playing a video game And then your character that you're playing All of a sudden turns around and goes Oh I know you're doing this Dude I'd be like uh, Unplug Unplug Right My last one No I wouldn't I'd try to communicate with I know 100%. right <laughs> I'd be like well this is my Oh existence. no that would freak me the fuck out If I'd, my little avatar would... character Turned around and said Hey Drink water <laughs> Dude, okay, so it would startle me for yeah. sure, 100%. Sit but, up straight but, and drink but once water. I got over the initial mm -hmm. shock, I'd probably be like, how do I? Oh, yeah, yes, I'm communicating with this yes. thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, fuck, man. Fuck, yeah, I thing, want to talk to Geralt this... while I'm playing Witcher. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Is, Geralt has become self aware. Yes. <laughs> Please. Well, how about this one? Uh, and I'll, <clears throat> we'll leave this subject on this one, I think. And then I have, well, actually, I'll ask you guys a couple questions. I'm curious. But. Here's the this is another hard evidence ish again for a thing that can't be really scientific methodized, mm -hmm. but we know the name of our own pixels. Explain. Okay, <laughs> it's called the Planck length. P L A N C K length. Planck length. Oh, they would. <laughs> it it is the point in which concepts of gravity and space time no longer apply. So it would be the pixel. Say that again. It is the point in which concepts of gravity and space-time no longer apply. So whatever they've done in the minute level of atoms and quarks and stuff, they've mm -hmm. figured out this Planck length is the pixel. It's the tiniest piece. Hmm. Or it's the... How would I put it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not smart enough to know how to explain <laughs> this very well. So this is, you know... Your brain was able to wrap around the concept, but not enough to be able to reiterate. Well, well and we know quarks it. are the smallest mm -hmm. thing, right? And below that, right I now. guess, would be the Planck length, where it's like that is the, perhaps this is my guess. Okay. That is the pixel, which because you know how many pixels are in a a quark, in a video game. Oh. You know how many pixels are on a TV screen, and in general, it's going to be a number of some kind. Right. There were eight bits. I can tell you how many are rendered on a specific screen at any given frame. Right. It'll <laughs> tell you. But imagine your Grand Theft Auto character being able to name the fact that it has a pixel. It's yeah. like, there's pixels here. And mm -hmm. the fact, so that the people are saying that the fact well, that we have a name for pixels. Technically, pixels are, are related to the display, mm -hmm. not the actual graphic. 
but fair. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they but the display is being made by the pixels too. Like right. the gra- they're designing it to work on those pixels. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So they inside of us a pixel of us would be that tiny cork or below or the plank length whatever that is mm-hmm. and these things if you guys are interested we'll look more into them we'd love to hear from you mm-hmm. who Absolutely. are bashing your heads against your your phones <laughs> because you know more than we do about it they're I, like no that is not what they said i enjoy presenting information <laughs> i don't have my entire mind wrapped around any of this stuff but i do enjoy seeing you guys and what you say and but always look into these things never never trust a blowhard on the internet uh, and always be skeptical mm-hmm. of claims that are big like this and that cannot be tested by the scientific method right. for sure. I unless, love unless these it's me. I'm always right. <laughs> unless you're a straighten. Take, take everything I say to the bank, all of it, take it seriously. I'm never Make joking. A cult for Shady. <laughs> he wants his fucking cult. Just give him his cult. Gall. I love these oh. kind of conversations. I love the area of my brain that's triggered. I do too. And yeah. I, I really is it tickling your brainy meats? Yeah, what? it is. It is. <laughs> yes, it's it's in the back towards the left. Yes, I know exactly where it's located, and it doesn't get a lot of activity until we have these conversations. I enjoy talking to you about these things too. Mm-hmm. You always have a lot of insight and your own thing, and you're not swayed by the the internet so much by you know going down the weird rabbit holes. <laughs> you just come from fundamentals and stuff. Uh, a couple more things. Mm. If this is a simulation, I wonder what it. Is it a trash file, maybe? For is it a what? Is it a, a tra- trash maybe, fire? Maybe we're Did the tra- you call us a dumpster fire? No, it's maybe we're the trash file. <laughs> I mean, yes, oh, <laughs> well, that would be the. You could get that from that for sure. Are we the trash oh, bin? Just a depending on what dumpster baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's also beautiful here, and it's also amazing. But you know, we we might not be in the. Why? Okay, the end, so. the best of the simulations. We might be along the line of the evolution of like Grand Theft Auto 19 is going to be amazing. Might, we might be Grand Theft Auto 17. So we yeah. we were the uh, we the were the file, file that were dragged into the trash yes. file because edits Maybe. were made. How would we and know? They don't want to get confused, so they drug it to the. It hasn't been deleted yet, <laughs> but it's down there. It's not going to be ex- accessed again because a better file. So is. there's many other patch fixes, yes, but exactly. ours is just still running and <laughs> slowly yes. breaking down. Well, until they delete the file. Yeah. yeah, it's just going to hang out. Ghosts in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we are. But I like thinking of the, of, of if it is a simulation, there's people outside. So maybe it's a simulation where we're consciousness like the like Roy from... Uh, Rick and Morty, yeah. where it's a video game that you put a helmet on and you become that character, and that's your consciousness inside <laughs> a machine. He's taking Roy off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what would drive you in here, and you know sometimes it might feel like hell, mm-hmm. like this is punishment from like a real world or a prison. What would drive you in here, or what would drive you in here? Meaning. What would push you to do this, or what drives you while you're here? Which which one of those were what you would, referring what would to? You, what would push you into this? Okay, got it. What would be the reason for you coming into a simulation, this one in particular? Okay. Are you in trouble in the other life? Is it just like you were saying earlier? I, is tend, it to lean, I tend to lean towards the trouble side of things. You know, like It's I, like, oh, you, you're sentenced to one <clears> human <throat> life, and depending on what you did, this is, this is the deck that you get dealt, and you have to serve your whole sentence. So you're living out a punishment then. Yeah. yeah. That's See, a dark I think, we've, I think we've talked about that mm-hmm. on, on, a, help on a previous help. episode, and I've always felt like even when I was a kid, I felt that way. I was yeah. like, I was, I had this sense of like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm here because something got <laughs> fucked up. Mm. Either I did something, 
or or somebody did something to me that mm. ended up with yeah. me being here which is like not by the way fyi to any of my homies out there that have felt the same way it's not a great thing to say to your loved ones <laughs> right <laughs> i mean unless you got some serious solidarity mm-hmm. like it's just like hey i feel like my entire existence is a punishment for something <laughs> higher me did <laughs> and uh you're part of that thanks for being part of my punishment glad you're here it does it's not the nicest thing to say yeah don't take it personally but so i guess my experience would be i chose to be here i don't know why i did it some days some days i know why i did it yeah but i think it was more of like i don't know it's on the docket yeah. it feels like it's it's part of my you know when you sign up for classes in college and you have all those classes laid out and mm. you know the expectation for your path mm-hmm. to to get your degree and i think that's what my existences are is just that See, it's like, that's an excellent analogy actually because i've considered that also mm. for myself but even in that in that sense i'm this like is well dreaded i was i was yeah i was <laughs> i was pushed into making this decision i needed to make it for By some reason yeah and, then, <laughs> and, and, and i did it but but counsel. then i went yeah. through it and i was like why did you change your major why have i placed myself into this suffering <laughs> yeah you changed your major and your counselor quit like six yeah. months ago <laughs> yeah yeah. So now, now you're just, like now I'm just headed to a, a useless liberal arts degree. Sorry, sorry, that hurt somebody out there and I apologize. Wah. <laughs> well, let's finish this topic by pushing back against all the shit that I just said. So do you get off the top of your heads, do you have any like no way or uh any reason why this wouldn't be a simulation? Or do you want me to read to you some of the, the main arguments? I'll do both. I think when we have these conversations, just speaking for myself, my brain enters a space of uh, non-judgment. So I don't have a lot of pushback as long as it's very interesting. I don't have a lot of pushback as long as it's logical. The only thing that I would push back on is the code statement because I would really, I really want to see that. I want to read the articles and I want to know who said it. because anybody says anything on the media, any news source at this point, I'm like, psh. I know. Whatever. I don't even know what to believe anymore. State of the world, post-truth yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. So, Hooray. but yeah. that would be the only real thing that I would want to push back on. But I go into a place of, uh, I guess, open-mindedness when we have these conversations. So it's more pulling all the information in and then processing it at a later date. You know, after we're done talking about it, going, huh. Mm-hmm. I wish I could explain it better too. I wish I had the concepts <laughs> understood better. I lean towards wanting to believe shit like this almost every single time, no matter what it is, even if it's outlandish. Some part of me is like, let's talk, let's <laughs> let's entertain this shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I find at the end of the day that I am the core of me is always eternally skeptical. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun, but probably not. I've right. heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what I was. Yeah, I go in open minded, but I do later on after I process and I want to go through and say, OK, where's the where's the data? Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. I was just set that way. I need exactly. To. But I do love I think it's really important to entertain mm-hmm. and try and understand fully people's ideas. Like Work I, out I that know left corner, back shit, yeah. back corner of your brain that yeah. doesn't get a lot of activity. Needs the blood flow. Like I know the flat <laughs> the flat Earth material. I know really well. I 100% believe the Earth is round. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to see that whole world, and I want to be able to know what you know. A lot of people would say, "What a waste of your life," and it's like you're right. 
but I don't watch sitcoms. I just I'm entertained by human beings and what they believe. So mm -hmm. it's like I don't my, think it's I don't it's think it's like a waste candy. at all. It's intellectual exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's really defeat. It's like well, well, how do we know that the Earth is round? And it's like well, you can prove it yourself by yeah. this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. It's a lot of he said she said shit too. If you're not going to go out and do the shit yourself, but anywho, some of the pushback that that I got from the guys and Kenny don't and mm -hmm. from some of the audience was really interesting and val valuable and valid. Uh, one of them that always comes up is egotistical. It's a very egotistical idea to think that this is a simulation just for you. And I don't think that it necessarily has to be your own simulation just for you. you c it's just like a... I don't think anyone ever said it was just yours. I, that's a pushback I got. A lot. I never said that for sure. But I think if they've heard the simulation theory hypothesis before, mm -hmm. it might have been presented that way where it's like, oh. you know, a video game is your experience. You get to play the... But yeah. if you could play online with friends... If you're playing multiplayer... Yeah. 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 Well, like I, I've said... I've said you guys seem I've like clear ones to me. I've <laughs> kind of touched on that before uh, also, but I definitely... I went through a portion of my life in my 20s, my earlier 20s, where I was pretty much entirely convinced that this was all something that was designed for me not in the sense of like this is all mine but it's like this was this was something that was catered to me and I and like nobody was really real and it was all just meant to stimulate me or fool me in some kind of way or like serendipity me, happens it's know? like oh universe yeah, yeah. when you that get a big lesson gray matter right <laughs> <laughs> right and then I was like there's two but then you encounter people where you're like oh you're definitely real <laughs> yeah. You know, when then my brain was first, even still for a long time, my brain was like, yeah, but of course they would plant shit like that to make, because that would make you believe it. That All it evidence real, can be you know, simulated. Right? Yeah. Motherfucker. Right. You know, but, but at the end of the day, there's no real profit from believing that it's something that's just catered to you. You know, and it's like, and feeding your ego is kind of a dangerous practice. No Very what so. <laughs> taking <laughs> you know? yourself too serious. That's really taking yourself yeah. too serious. If right. you think but, the universe revolves, but at the same time, so I, I definitely that, yeah. believe yeah. that there are people, air quotes, here sharing this experience with us that are either not the same creature that's from where we're from, or or they're or they are actually in fact not real. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. The, the NPC kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which mm -hmm. is rude to say. I, mean, I know. Like, I don't yeah. think you have a soul. I know. I know, and it, it does. It makes you a cunt to say that you entertain that idea, but I do, and I, I am, and I am a cunt. So I've I'm, met. I'll I mean, own that. I've <laughs> met people that I look at, and I'm just like, how is it that you, your brain, still I, has your heart beating? The service industry. There's nobody in the service <laughs> industry. I I bet there's nobody out how, there that serves how coffee does your or food. Parasympathetic nervous system not get confused. <laughs> <laughs> They've met some NPCs. You're just a meat suit with wires that go to essential functions. I'm I'm <laughs> impressed that it's not those wires aren't crossed yet. Yeah. You have appendages and phalanges yes. and shit. That's all. I feel like one of those God, sometimes. Godspeed yeah. to you, my. But still, yeah, respect <laughs> and you know, <laughs> pay your taxes or whatever. Uh, some more of the f the pushback was, <laughs> and this comes from science. More scientists. It's like, why would a, a why would it be so complex? Like. The Earth is out in the universe is so needlessly is kind of some of the quotes from the, some of these people. According needlessly, to whom? Well, I mean, we have an appendix that's maybe not necessary anymore. It was at one point. Can vouch. We have dark <laughs> matter, but we probably just don't understand. Right. You that's can. just it. There is no there's there's no extra parts in a machine that you put back together that was already assembled. Right. If you have extra parts, you, you did you it fucked wrong. it you fucked it up. Right. There is nothing non-essential here. I think everything is here for a specific 
purpose. Right. But if and, it's, and unless it becomes obsolete. But it's super complex. And so of I think I think is. the argument is like and, and they do say waste. So you're just arguing with the premise. You don't accept the premise. I don't accept the premise that Fair uh, enough. waste. Yeah, dark matter, uh, space itself is just it's so far between each potential thing that has life in it so unbelievably far that they think it's a waste of space i think that's a, the way that it's been explained yeah to some i disagree people. fair enough 100 percent disagree awesome just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's a waste of time they're theoretical waste these are, of space these are smarties damn it yeah how well, dare you argue with other people. smarties okay <laughs> wow <laughs> i think i think there are definitely things that become discarded because they're no longer useful right they become obsolete right like my appendix <laughs> but <laughs> here you are still and it's all fine but yeah. i imagine i i tend to think that things have a purpose or at least had a purpose at mm -hmm. one point right. or or maybe their purpose was to be discarded or or to be empty you know mm -hmm. like maybe space is I mean, space is not empty, for mm -hmm. the record, <laughs> as far as I can tell. I've right. never been there, but you know. there's a lot of space between the space, right? You know, and it's like, and and but like, if there's like, empty space is not nothing. No, and, you know, like the emptiness is a thing for a reason, and it has a purpose. Mm -hmm. Just because it's not filled with something quantifiable necessarily, still has a purpose. Right, is how I feel. That's I agree with you yeah fucking i i do too it feels that that feels like the rules mm -hmm. yep last thing this is just more brain tease and stuff but what laws if we're in a simulation and we agree that that, that or we entertain the idea okay what laws constrain the coders of the simulation becomes the next step mm. we're like okay what are we if mean we like die a and Geneva we go convention for the simulation <laughs> <laughs> or for the people that made the we simulation agreed no mustard gas <laughs> <laughs> no I mean like what what laws of physics what laws of l speed of light or whatever oh, like what are their rules yeah. yeah and what are they you know what are their physicality what kind of chemistry are we talking about it becomes this weird thing well that would be a hundred percent speculation yeah, and imagination on our part it would 100 percent but maybe they drop little codes because we, we would have to, have to assume that they would because they programmed us the way that they did if this were the case that they would just naturally gravitate to their own laws because that's, that's what they understand that's why the ancestor simulation makes sense to a lot of smarter than me people yeah. is that it, they want to get it as close to what they have mm -hmm. so that they can see what happens here mm -hmm. and test it <laughs> just like our computer models. let's let's all get together and pull uh, an odysseus like when he met athena and she was invisible to him mm -hmm. this is from the uh, the Iliad, the Iliad. Iliad. yeah, mm -hmm. but Odyssey. but, but like, but like, he turned around and was just like, like, basically, like, hey, I can see you, and then Athena was like, how did you see through my my magic? Like, how were you able to see me? And he was like, I was lying, but you fell for my bluff. It's <laughs> 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 like, let's just all do that. Let's lie. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let, let's so all let's all pretend that we're characters in a video game, and let's just turn around and be like, I hey, see you, see you. I know what you're doing. I see you. Quit no, looking you, at my I butt. I know you think I'm I'm joking, but I can see you right there. Quit <laughs> looking at my butt. <laughs> All right. If we do it enough, maybe one of them will fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I would love that. Let us know how that goes. I'm just saying, have we tried it? Mm. Let's try it in Discord. You can visit us in Discord. Shaden will lead that, that mission. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, if you'd like more of this, we'll be in the very first bonus episode of Jar. Yes. And that'll be, I'm going to put it in the shitbox and in Jar just this one time. But, uh, 
or not the shit box, but the litter box. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of poopy things that we have around here. <laughs> I get confused. You said poop. But and then from now from then on we'll just leave it in the jar mm-hmm. and it'll be exclusive to jar patrons. Jar and patrons. thank you guys so much that are in there uh, supporting yeah. us. We love you so much. But now you're gonna get a whole bunch of extra stuff. And that's the plan. But we are gonna put it in the litter box for this normal scat cast just this mm-hmm. week only. So so you guys can see if you like it. Hell yeah. But we'll continue this conversation. So if you're sick and tired of the simulation, I don't I know am. why I yelled, then you might want to skip that. But I who see knows? you. I see you. But let's move on. We got mm-hmm. one last thing. Beep. We're going to talk <laughs> on the other side of this. You guys are crazy. There's a dog. Sorry. The dog's eating its Sorry, own ass over to, here. He's she's trying got, to wrap things up. She's got I'm robo making... dick over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Play the damn the music thingy. Now it's time for Learning Shit with Shit, a.k.a. Poobah's Hoo-Ha. All right. So this is the last little bit. And we've got a new show Sunday. and We sure do. And we got an episode... In the, we've got you've got a four episodes He's ready got to go. Yeah. Got one in the chamber. Yeah, one in the chamber. Yeah, we have pre-recorded, but please. Uh, so okay, let's back up. <laughs> We're talking about the big black. Co- I mean, the brotherly brain cell, the BBC. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's what you guys keep referring to. Not today. <laughs> yeah, we're not Every running time you're like talking not, about our big massive penises. I'm thinking <laughs> of the British Broadcasting Corporation or company. That's and, one but of them. That's one of yep. them, but not the other one. They, and I'm like, we're, what other one is there? We're more likely to get a cease and desist letter from one than the other. Yep. It was just kind <laughs> of sure. funny because my brain was like, what? what and I'm not going to ask, right? Because <laughs> it's really not that important to me. There's some, Fair enough. And I figured because of the response and the way you guys said, not that one, it had something with sexual connotation. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because your eyes squint a little bit. Yeah. I said the quiet part out loud. And yes. Now you know. <laughs> Got it. Perfect. The Thank big you. black. Okay. Okay. That's enough. So yeah, you, we they've have, all been on porn, we have, except we, for apparently not you. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. We have this show coming up. It, this show is intended to be not only a fun excuse for my brother and I to hang out, right? But it's intended to be a, a love letter to all of our gamers in our community, of which there seem to be many. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I've I want a a show that's ours. I, like there's plenty of gaming shows out there. This isn't re. We're not reinventing the wheel here. Mm-hmm. But this one's ours. Right. Yes. And it's the Skycast and, universe. And we, can, and we can do whatever we want with it. And I want all the input from all you guys that give a shit about that kind of stuff. And I like. I, I basically want to get to a point where you guys are driving it more or less, and we'll just take creative license as it is entertaining for us to do. <laughs> sure. So okay. we've got we've got the first four episodes already recorded because we're afraid and wanted to <laughs> wanted <laughs> make sure to, you got it. <laughs> wanted to make sure we had it figured because out. Because you're overthinkers. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've but, worked with a few overthinkers. Though. They do good job. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. But please don't wait to reach out and interact with us and give us your ideas and your feedback and make fun of us and do whatever do all the cool shit that you guys do mm-hmm. um we'll just record some extra shit and tag it onto the pre-recorded ones until we get caught up with you guys but it's it's gonna be uh i hope a lot of fun um we're gonna set up we're gonna the plan is we're gonna set up a a patreon for that as well because there's a lot of cool specific things we could do for it but I don't want any of you guys out there to feel like we're just trying to fleece you for, you know, this your fucking network's got 18 Patreons. So <laughs> the plan is if you're already a Patreon subscriber to either of the Patreons that we already have, you're already going to fly in there with some benefits. Mm-hmm. And that's something I that we still have to set up. And it's, my, it's probably not going to be out like right when we hit the ground on this Sunday. Mm-hmm. But that is the plan that once we launch our Patreon for it, if you're already a member of the other Patreons, you're going to get some goodies because of that. 
because yeah. because we love you and we we're it's all part of the same ecosystem and we you're already supporting it so you should have some shit yeah and we know nobody's rich mm-hmm. right or at least most yeah. of us aren't rich. not trying to take all your money but yeah. there is some cool things we could do like uh, will and i were talking about potentially getting to a point where we can build a couple of rigs and host our own dedicated servers for games that people mm-hmm. are playing that will live and we'll just drop in and maybe we'll have them on an episode or be do a live stream where we pop into you know our our conan exile server or mm-hmm. our minecraft server or yeah our icarus server mm-hmm. don't starve together whatever like mm-hmm. we could run our own ecosystems and you guys can fucking have free reign of them you know mm-hmm. and and we'll just pop in sometimes and see what the fuck you're up to so oh, yes. like all, all kinds of fun stuff so but yeah it's going to be a gaming podcast heavy on the air quotes there's going to be a video component where mm-hmm. we're actually playing games like couch co-op style and being goofballs and that probably won't translate the best to audio i'm gonna put the audio out anyway so yeah. if, you know <laughs> if, it, if it piques your interest the youtube channel that's we're going to focus a little bit on more video stuff this year mm-hmm. yep. and this is the flagship of that for that hell yeah we're going to put it out on youtube spotify rumble for sure mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to farm the audio out the same way we do all the other shows so wherever yep. you listen to that currently it'll be on this feed yep you'll get it there yes and uh I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm terrified. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm, I pooped my pants two times. On the show. On the show. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah. We're excited to have this show and excited to have Will as part of the group. He's mm-hmm. such a wonderful dude. Hell yeah. And I uh, mean, he's all right. He's kind of a piece of shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got a great voice, too. He's just got a real strong voice. He does have a radio voice. <laughs> so eventually we're all probably going to do Skits Cats as a group. And, you know, I think he's a great addition to mm-hmm. that. So Hell yeah. We'll see. It'd be fun I'd, to do a jar Skits Cat just every once in a while. Yeah. Just with you three and do. <laughs> I got a couple ideas for let's you. Let's do it. All right. Well, now let's go to the outro of the show. Okay. Now it's time to end the show, but we'll be back sometime in the future, yo. Wait, what the fuck am I doing here? Wrong studio, Dad. Who the fuck are these folks? Wrong studio, Dad. None of you touch my beans. All right, did we say what? Uh, it's Sunday at. Sunday at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. Pacific. Specific time. Specific time. Yeah. Because I figure it's not everybody's day off, but it is a pretty common day off Mm -hmm. where you just want to chill out. Like if I was going to watch a couple of idiots play some games and try to be funny, I'd probably do it on a chill Sunday. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're going to gun for. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now I'm going to take this minute to thank a few people, a handful of folk. Mm -hmm. I always like to thank our trusted turd triad since the beginning. They have been with us and working hard in all sorts of different ways. It's hard to even tell you what they do. But Chris, Don, and Bodie, they kind of represent our Facebook world, although there's tons of people that help there. Uh, Don is the shipbox wizard, and he does a fantastic job of making that his own. He was putting out find the spade pictures where you can <laughs> find the, the ship in yeah. his hidden Hot yeah. Wheels and workbench. It's been fun to see. Uh, and so many cool graphics. He's kind of become the artist style of our Facebook world. Uh, representation it's been fun and I'm so here for it and you guys and we talked finally about discord and you can find the dookie slayer in there yep he does all sorts of cool stuff he also made us cool signs for that we're going to put up yes. in the in the studio here too for the script keep us yep dookie's in there bodie's in there yeah bodie's is in there bodie's been my bro since long before Scatcast, and mm-hmm. and his brain has always been a I always want to pick his brain and I love his ideas and he's yeah. always got something cool to say as you guys noticed from a few episodes back. Yep. But huge thanks to the trusted uh, turd herders. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. I'm going to thank a few of them today, but we always thank our subreddit regulators, PJ and Minibug. Mm-hmm. That we love having a, a subreddit. 
seems like it keeps growing and growing and people are having fun in there so another place on the internet to find scatcast minded folk mm-hmm. shitheads I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that would, shitheads. wouldn't that be a, I don't know why I never thought of that before we're kind of all shitheads my brain just went ah? <laughs> I'm, I'm never not saying that from now on Sorry. shitheads love you out. shitheads <laughs> but thank you guys for uh, keeping that reddit alive and growing and being cool and Fuck yeah. having that passion for that but to the turd herders, there's so many of them. Scat cock. Scat cack. Cack. Our, our coordinator cake. of chaos. <laughs> my brain. My, my was looking at him going, what? This is a dirty, dirty show. What are you saying? We like it. This whole network's dirty. Scat Don't cock? ever change. We can never have like a, a legit, like, we we cover University of Washington Huskies. They're like, no, you do not. Get the <laughs> fuck out of the building, <laughs> you shitheads. <laughs> We don't want your your shithead kind in our building. Hey, if you're not cool with shitheads, then you're not. We probably don't hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, both Carissa and Brian mm-hmm. from the Millie's family are huge helps to this show. Hell yeah, huge parts of this family and community. Uh, Brian put together the Scat Wiki, mm-hmm. which people have been contributing to since he uh, since we announced it. Which mm-hmm. is so cool. It is a vast universe of. I didn't know we made so much stuff, and I I'm confused too. I can imagine somebody jo- joining and being like. What the fuck? It's like, go to the wiki. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, you'll <laughs> still be you. confused. Thank go you for the, that. Go yes. to the wiki, you little shithead. My OCD <laughs> brain loves the fact that it's, uh, you scroll through and you're like, oh, order. it's like the Dewey Decimal System. Yes, order. You just know right where to go. <laughs> and I don't I think I that. made it easy for All of either. our listeners are like, the Dewey what? <laughs> <laughs> Not all I of got them. that reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the before four times. But so many. David Carpenter. The Jargoneer uh, head extreme guy, mm-hmm. or OJ Montez head extreme guy, put that on a card. <laughs> the Thank- Jargoneer head extreme guy. <laughs> it's the end of my week. Jay Hag, in other I, words. When we're done with this, I'm done for the week, and I'm going to lay down for a bit and mm-hmm. play some Starfield. I'm just, mm-hmm. My I'm brain just apparently deck. is that it, it doesn't know. <clears throat> it's at capacity. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm going to thank for today. We, we're going to thank people every week because it's amazing what you guys do. But it is difficult now at this point to remember all of you. There are so many of you. <laughs> and all I can do is be real thankful. Yeah. So. I got a quick thank you, too. I finally got uh, the the many hands of the mail system finally delivered um, what I'm assuming is my last two Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. I got Christmas yeah. cards from a bunch of you guys. Yeah. And mm-hmm. thank, there was you, a couple thank you so much. They ended up on my fridge. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a busy fridge. Hand to whatever book you want. But I, I used my, my mini magnets, and they're just hanging off my fridge because I love them. But uh, PJ and Nikki, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're super, super sweet cards. Love you guys. really does mean a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's if that's it for today. If you'd like to continue the conversation, we're going to be in Patreon talking about simulation. Mm-hmm. Woo! More. And I have a few more proofs, if you will. Mm. But for now, as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye, shithead. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Wong. Boop. Oh, just a tiny little boop. <laughs>